Hey everyone, welcome to church. We're so glad you're joining us again and we're at the end of the year. Man, it's gone so fast, hasn't it? It's been such a blur this year, but we're excited what the Lord is bringing us next year. Now, if you're looking for a new church, this is the time when, when people start looking for new church homes or maybe even a first church home. If you're looking, we'd love to see you at the refinery. There's only two things you really need to be looking for. First thing is, are they a friendly church? The second thing is, do they preach the word of God? And I can assure you we do both at the refinery. Why don't you join me now in the Lord's Prayer? This is the model prayer that Jesus gave the disciples. He said, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. You know, what a great prayer that we can pray. It covers everything we need. And you know, as we go into the new year, if you're looking to come and join us, we meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 23 T.E. Peters Drive at Broadbeach. And we'd love to see you there. And we're also doing meetings at Yatla now as well. So if you'd like to come and join us in the afternoons, let us know about Yatla. Today we're going to continue our series that's titled, What Giving Does For You. The Bible teaches the concept of stewardship in which we are all responsible to God for all that we have and all that we are. And to be truly responsible, we must not only generously and graciously receive, but we must generously give as well. And that's hard for some of us. And today we're going to talk about the stewardship of life. Such an important thing. We've spoken about a few things over these last few weeks, but the stewardship of life is extremely important. But before we go any further, let's pray for our offering. We pray for our offering every time we take up an offering because we want to make sure it's blessed. and We want to make sure the givers are blessed. So the details will be on the bottom of the screen. Let me encourage you, this is the time to be giving. Father, we come to you today because you made us. You redeemed us, Lord. And we acknowledge that every good and perfect gift comes from your bountiful hands. Make us good stewards, Lord, of what you have given us. By your grace, we've been brought with a price. And therefore, we desire to glorify you. Receive from our hands and our hearts these gifts today. Bless them, Lord, and use them to your glory. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Details are on the bottom of the screen if you'd like to give. If you'd like to sow a seed into good soil. The text we're going to concentrate on today is 1 Corinthians 4.2. If you've got your Bible, open it up. Let's read it together. I'm reading from the New King James Version, but you can read from whichever version you like. It says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. You've got to be found faithful if you want to be a steward. The scriptures we're working through are 1 Corinthians 16, sorry, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. It says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Let me just read that again. Whom you have from God, you are not your own. Verse 20, for you were brought at a price. Therefore, I glorify God in your body and in your spirit, 
which are God's. God owns you. If you're a born-again believer, God owns you. We are humble, you know, when we realize that God has made us stewards of our lives and that we are responsible to him. Paul reminds us that we are not our own and we've been brought with a price. Life is God-given. It's not guaranteed. It's God-given. Life is a charge from God. Each of our lives have wonderful potential. Let us be good stewards and let us glorify God. Let us make the most of what God has given us. This morning, tonight, today, whatever time you're watching this, let's look at some of the principles involved in the stewardship of life. The first one is we belong to God. We must understand that, that we belong to God. Underlying the stewardship of life is the fundamental truth set forth by Paul, that you are not your own, for you were brought at a price. We belong to God because he created us. Genesis 1.27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. I'm going to be a little bit controversial here. Male and female, there is nothing else. He created us. And Genesis 2.7 says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. We belong to God because he has saved us. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by the grace, or sorry, for by grace you have been saved through faith. Have we been saved? Through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, of, not of works, lest anyone should boast. It's nothing you did, it's nothing I did. By the grace of God that we are saved. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. It's what we all deserve. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. God has saved us. He's given us eternal life. I can't state that enough today. We belong to him. We belong to God because of his providential care for us. Every resource we have is the gift of God. Everything we have is a gift of God. Paul said to Timothy in 1 Timothy 6 and 7, For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. The psalmist said in Psalm 24, 1, The earth is the Lord's, and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. This is a a message that goes throughout the Bible, isn't it? That we were brought at a price. Everything is the Lord's. Every good and perfect gift comes from his bountiful hands. God provides for us. He cares for us and he meets our every need. Our second thing today is we are to place God first in our lives. Seek first the kingdom. Matthew 6.33 but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Do we believe that? Because we should. Jesus said in Matthew 10, 37, He who loves the father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. I know some people struggle with that. But the Lord has to come first. 
comes before our family, comes before our spouse, comes before our children, before our job, before our cars, before our houses. The Lord has to come first. The priority of God's claims is a, is a biblical truth and it's found throughout the Bible. God desires first place in our lives. Not second, third, hundred, first place. To give him less than first place would be ungrateful of us. Jesus Christ is first among the people in the Bible as well, isn't he? The Lord's day is the first among the days of the week. Sunday is the first day of the week. Not Monday, Sunday, the Lord's day. The Bible is first among books. First among institutions is the church that Christ loved and gave himself for. If you're relying on the government to save you, you're going to be in trouble, let me assure you. First among dollars and the money we earn is the truma, the first fruits, and then the tithe. First among the calls that come to us is the Lord's call. Our third thing this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're watching, we are fellow laborers with the Lord. Stewardship is a partnership. The rare privilege of partnership with God is set forth in many places in the Bible. Let's look at some of them. 1 Corinthians 3.9 says, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field and you are God's building. Paul said to the Corinthians, I have planted Apollos, water, sorry, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. It's 1 Corinthians 3.6. In 2 Corinthians 6.1 we read, We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Too many of us are receiving the grace of God in vain. That right there is a mark of ministry. Since we are laborers together with God, we receive our orders from him. Simon Peter said in Acts 5.29, we ought to obey God rather than men. Some of us need to hear that today. All honest work is honorable. Look at Ecclesiastes 9.10. I know we've got a lot of scripture today. So let me encourage you, if you get a bit lost as we're going through this, come back and watch it again. Write the scriptures down if you need to and, and go and find them and read them. We'll have them on the screen for you though. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. For there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you're going. Whatever you do, do it to your best ability. Working with the Lord is the greatest of all privileges. Fourth thing today, we are responsible to the Lord. Let me say that again because this is something that so many of us miss. We are responsible to the Lord. Paul said to the Romans in Romans 14.12, So then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. Are you ready for that? Too many Christians apparently take it for granted that being saved is all that is involved in the Christian life. Being saved is of primary importance. But the use of our talent and our time and our energies and all else we possess is also important. We are not only to use what the Lord has given to us, but we are accountable for all that the Lord has given us to use for him. 
me read that again for you. We're not only to use what the Lord has given us, but we're accountable for all the Lord has given us to use for him. All those talents you've got, you're supposed to be using them for him. All that finances that you've got, all that money that you've got, you're responsible to be using it for him. As we finish up today, let us all be good servants of all of life, not just the bits we want. For God gave it all to us. He sustains life. He supplies our needs. Therefore, let us honour him with all that we are and all that we have. That's my challenge for you. Honour him with all we are and all we have. And I want to also encourage you as I do every single week to be diligent with your Bible study time because God has so much more for us than we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him. And if you allow him, he'll make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. And you're important to God. I'm sure you wouldn't be watching or listening to this if you didn't think that was so. But you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. Now, 2022 has been a year of repentance and blessings. But 2023 is a year where we're stepping into something even more. We're stepping into a year of divine recovery and divine restoration. If you want some of that, if you want all those things that's been taken from you, it's time to start getting closer to the Lord. You know, we've got something really big happening in February. The 5th of February, we've got Brother Sadu coming. Now, Brother Sadu doesn't normally preach in small churches. This is going to be a prophetic meeting that you don't want to miss. He's only preaching at the refinery on the Gold Coast. That's it. So let me encourage you. Get in contact. Let us know if you want to come. This is going to be a life changer for many people. And until next time, Stay in the blessings.